0: You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at APOR-Noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Make no more excuses. Let's notice Proverbs, the third chapter. Thank you, musicians. Not planning on being before you long, but we want the Holy Spirit to have his way. Proverbs chapter number three. Let's notice verse number 33. Proverbs 3 and 33. Remember, Proverbs is the book of wisdom, the book of instructions, the book of counsel. And so let's get some counsel this morning that comes from God indirectly. Notice Proverbs 3 in verse 33, reading out the New King James Version. Notice what the Bible says. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. The curse of the Lord, we ain't talking about what no little witch try to do. Come on, we, we ain't talking about the little voodoo some of our kinfolk try to dabble in. Come on, can I break it down? We were talking about a real curse. Because there are folk that claim they're cursing you. And as, even as they throw throwing the curse at you, it look more like the curse on them. And you don't really worry about it. Come on, you don't really worry about what they say. Because the curse means to speak bad upon. And we done got to the point where uh, even before God, we just didn't worry about the bad that certain folk tried to speak on because we knew they really didn't have the power to make that bad come to pass in your life. But this scripture is different. This says something totally different. Because it said this curse that comes on the wicked or particular the house of the wicked, this curse is from the Lord. Watch this. Now what God curses, no man can... Come on. What God curses, no man can what? Bless. So it's a warning. It's wisdom for anyone who desires to live a wicked life. The curse of the Lord is on the house. Not literally the structure, but more so the house represents the family. The household, the nation, the church. Because as a church, we represent a household. Come on, the Bible talks about the household of faith. Because watch this again. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked. But he blesses the home of the just. Notice, that curse that's coming from God, which no one can remove, is on the house of the wicked of those who practice evil. God has put a curse upon those who practice evil. Do you see it for yourself? Before I move on, what about saying, well, that's his opinion? No, that's Bible. That's Bible. And so you can be cursed and have a good job. Come on, you can be cursed driving a brand new car. You can be cursed with a billion dollars in the bank account. Come on, you can be cursed and own 500 acres of the best land, yet the curse is on you. Because you practice wickedness or evil. So this morning, I want to deal with the subject the house of evil. I want to talk about the house of evil. Look at your name and say, our subject this morning is the house of evil. And if it be true, look at him and tell him, I don't want nothing to do with the house that's practicing evil. And let's give God a praise for the subject, if y'all don't mind. Let's give him a tremendous hand of praise as we look at the house of evil notice that this house of evil is described in the bible as being wicked one meaning that i want you to understand a grasp this morning when it comes to wickedness is that wickedness simply has to do with a person or a house that is practicing evil when i talk to you about a wicked person or wickedness it simply has to do with the practicing of evil. Now, when we talk about practicing evil, understand that when a person practices evil, it says about them that the evil that they do, it has become a lifestyle. Come on, it has become a lifestyle. It has become a choice. And we remember before we got saved that we practiced evil, that evil was a lifestyle for us. Can anybody be real this morning? Can anybody be honest that before you got saved, you not only rose up to do evil, but you laid down doing evil. You did as much evil as you could possibly do. But you say, not me, Pastor. I didn't do such and such. Yeah, you may not have done Some of the things that many of us did do and dabble in, yet you did still practice evil. Come on somebody. You are not a hearer and a doer of God's word. Some of y'all act like it hurts you to even remember but I have to remember where I came from even as Deacon Hill said earlier that it reminds me that I don't want to go back to what I used to be. I don't want to go back to what I used to do. Matter of fact I am determined to walk in the light. I am determined to shun evil or darkness or Wickedness. Come on, somebody. Be seated. But yet, can we be honest and admit that there are times that evil looks good? Evil can be enticing, not only to our young people, but you have to let young people know that even past 50, we're not dead yet. We are yet alive and we still have things that are pulling on us. And it's a choice to walk right. Come on, somebody. It's a choice to live right. God don't make me, Pastor. I count it an honor to serve Him. And I make a choice daily not to allow evil to get a hold to me the way that it wants to. How do you do it, Pastor? Well, a number of things. But some things I do is that I learn to discipline these eyes. Pastor, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got that yet. I don't work on discipline my eyes. Then I'm telling you right now, you looking at things you got no business looking at. And you just ain't looking. You staring. Come on, somebody. But when you learn to discipline them eyes. You have to let them eyes know, look, hey, you looked at that long enough. Oh, come on. Some of you had to learn to snap it back. Snap it back. Discipline your mind. What are we going to think on today? What am I going to meditate on today? When you decide what you going to meditate on, you giving your mind an assignment. I'm going to put my mind on the word. Just like folk meditate all day about doing evil, likewise, our testimony is we meditate on doing good. Come on. Though evil comes to the mind sometimes, we know how to cast it what? Damn. Is that right? So that we don't end up practicing. Because if you set your mind on the wrong thing, and your mind stays there, Eventually, your body is going to line up with your heart or your mind. And you're going to find yourself touching something that you shouldn't touch. But you kept thinking about touching it. Oh, this too deep for some of y'all. You kept contemplating what it would be like to, to touch it. See, the moment you know touching it is wrong, then I got to cast that thought down got to deal with that right now if it's happening on the job you got to start praying in your mind even if you can't pray out loud the devil is alive. can't wait till i get home to pray about this this is attacking me at my desk whoa it's attacking me on the line but i can't leave the line and go to the bathroom and pray without getting fired i gotta cash down demons right on the line wow i know i'm talking right you got to be in a meeting knowing that evil is coming at you in a meeting. You can't stand up in the conference room and rebuke everybody. But silently you can say, Satan, get behind me. Anybody ever had to deal with folks you knew evil was coming off of them? Trying to mess with the good in you? I know you just don't like me. No matter if I don't like you, i got to love everybody. But them demons in you don't like the God in me. Oh, i got to say it again. Them demons in you don't like the God in me. And so what is the wisdom that we gain? You ever heard the saying that doing good pays off? Anybody ever heard the saying doing good pays off? But you know, we don't have to limit that to good. Doing evil pays off. But tell you, you just ain't going to like to pay that. Can I be honest? Everybody did die going home. But where we're home? You can call it a home going for a person who practiced evil, but you better understand where the home is. See, the reason I strive every day to do good is because doing good pays off. Listen, every day. You don't do good waiting to get paid with heaven only. No, I'm looking for good right right here. When folk treat me evil, yet I treat them good. I'm looking for a blessing right now. In the midst of doing that, praying woo, for your enemies. Look for a blessing right there. But notice the wisdom again that is coming in reference to those who desire to practice or have a lifestyle of wickedness or evil. And one thing, like it or not, the devil and demons are intelligent at is, again, enticing people to do evil. Come on. There are folk that get paid millions of dollars. Listen to influence people to do evil. Come on. Well, he got an endorsement, yeah. But if you look at the endorsement, it's basically to promote evil. Watch this. And the main folk they are attacking right now is our young people. They want to turn our young people's mind against God. Against the word, against church, a holy place. And they want to make our young people think the clubs and all these places is where it's going down Come on. And if we don't have the wisdom that we need to teach our young people, first of all, get it in yourself. Then teach it to your children and your grandchildren. Watch it, because I'm about to say something you may not like. Because as leaders whether that be a pastor or leaders in the church or whether you being a leader as a parent, listen, you got to own what happens at your house. I got to own what happens at this church. And if I allow evil to creep in, that's on me. Come on, because I'm the leader. Now, I may have to get with some other leaders, (laughs) <laughs> who opened the door or a gap for it? But at the end of the day, I got to own what's happening in my house. What am I saying? Parents. Woo! Can I talk to the parents? Parents, I'm going to talk to you anyway. I just want to say amen. You got to own what happens at your house. When your children get old and get out of there. Then you just do simply what I told you a couple of weeks ago. You just let folk know when they're doing that dumb stuff. When they practicing evil, we didn't raise them like that. She knows the way. Come on. She knows the goodness of God. She has been taught the word of God. Now imagine what we're doing here at the church. From our nursery to our youth ministry, even doing times like this where I'm taking precious minutes of a message to talk to parents and young people about evil. Because it is them that they are mainly attacking through these cell phones that we give them, through the Internet. Come on, somebody. A cartoon is no longer just. Why? Because of the how they want to push evil. And like it or not, Disney is one of the most evil places. That ain't just about no children. they ain't just about no no rat with no big ears. That's the promoting of evil. And some parents don't want to, some preachers don't want to talk about it because parents don't want to hear it. You make them accountable for what they said in front of their church. You can't leave a child alone and let them watch a movie without your discretion as to what this is. When they take male characters and make them female in front of your face, We got to deal with that, even if it is Spongebob. I got to deal with it because you're changing. Come on, who you first presented him to be. Am I preaching right? And we ain't going to stand for it. We ain't going to sit by and promote it. Well, Pastor, what we going to do? Well, somebody in church better come up with our own cartoon characters. Is it too hard? Proverb 12. If you're a parent out there right now, a grandparent, you're talking. What is he talking about? You already behind. You too far behind. Children need to be allowed on social media when they have proved that they are responsible. And for some children, they're going to be 17 and still ain't responsible. Come on. Proverbs 12. And parent, don't you just take that and put 17 as the limit. I said that being that you got to know your child. You get to doing some dumb stuff, and I see it. Then you come in all social media. Or we're going to talk about changing your address. So you do this out at the lodge. First month rent on me. Go out there and post all you want. But in this house, you're not gonna post what's contrary to what we teach. I'm I'm gonna just talk about because see folk want to put pressure on the church. They wanna come out and want us to go in. They wanna have pride day about what they do, but we can't celebrate what we do. We can't talk about what we believe. An evil government that swears on a Bible that it doesn't uphold. How can a president take office and swear on a Bible and then you turn around and tell him he can't live the Bible. He can't make laws that are in line with the Bible. So I say to you, America is becoming a house of evil. Proverbs 12 and 3. But watch this about those who practice evil or have a lifestyle of doing wickedness. Are y'all ready? Proverbs 12 and 3. A man is not established. By wickedness. A man or woman or child is not established by wickedness. But the root of the righteous cannot be moved. See, a man will not be established, made secure by means of practicing evil. And that's what folk want you to think. That's the trick that you can be set up, that you can have a firm foundation, practicing evil. That's a lie. That's deception. Come on, that's deception. Come on. I say it's deception. The serpent made Eve think she could be established by going against God. You can never be established when you go against God. Come on. Am I teaching word? Jehoshaphat and Israel in 2 Chronicles 20 and 20 were facing an enemy that was bigger and mightier and stronger than they was. But what did the prophet say to Jehoshaphat and Israel? Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. How do I be established? I believe God. When you believe God, you're going to be set up. Listen, and according to the latter clause of this, when God sets you up, when God gives you a firm foundation, whoa, look at the end of that. You cannot be be moved. But see, what the righteous build on, though it looks good, though it seems to be prosperous, it's not going to stand. Are y'all listening? It's not going to stand. That's what we have to teach in the church. That's the message that has to be said or taught in our homes. Don't wait till a child get 14. Now you want to talk Bible with them. More than likely, by then, if you ain't got no Bible in them, it's probably over. Said and done. They don't want to hear your little Bible study. Come on. You ain't taught them to pray by then, end, and then you go, hey, let's pray. They like, hey, well, what? But you get it in them early. Come on. I often let my grandkids pray with me before I enter into my real prayer. I take them into my prayer room. They they, they ask. I said, pop off in and go pray. I'll be out in a, in a minute. They said, can we pray with you? I said, come on. I said, y'all kneel. We all kneel. I said, when y'all get tired, when y'all done, y'all can get up and leave. And Papa going to continue. They stay a minute. But I'm teaching them. Now, even in prayer, that's not to say their parents are not teaching them. But before they leave, they always say, Papa, you didn't pray for Granny. I say, and bless Granny. Papa, you didn't say Eli and bless Eli, had you? Come on, teaching. We teach him to do other things. Most children learn to dribble a ball because a daddy will take time to show him a crossover. But showing him this word gonna get him farther than a crossover. Because they crossing over on the prison yard. They're going behind the back in between the legs doing their hour break. See, a lot of folk don't they, they don't get this in church. You you can't think the school gonna do it. Come on. Look at verse 7. Let me prove that the wicked is not gonna be established. You practising wickedness, it's just a matter of time. God gonna overthrow you got some young folks looking at me and if you're a young person and you keep bucking godly parents your outcome ain't going to be good either. I'm tired of mama holding me back. you going to learn that mama one holding you back. Come on. Now at the same time parents we can't teach them the law. Let them break the law. And then we're there trying to cover for them. Once you teach them and they break it, you got to let them know consequences. See, when our kids grew up, I never worried about the school rules. They had to get past my rules. Because my standard was higher than the school. And they would often tell me, well, the school, I don't care what they doing. Did you understand, ISS ain't bad. They, they don't even really, uh, it's bad here. Getting suspended, bad here. One of the best whoopings I gave one of my children was when they got to fighting on the bus and got kicked off the bus for three days. And I'm like, now who going to take you to school? She acting like it wasn't no big deal. One of y'all just got out of <laughs> here. Get kicked off that bus again. When that bus pull up, you need to be on that bus, and it's gonna be a consequence for making me go out of my way. Some of y'all ain't liking it, and only parents ain't liking it though. Letting them children raise themselves. The Bible says you are gonna be put to shame. She too cute to whoop. Ain't no such thing. So you got to learn what a child do at 3 that's funny ain't funny at 8. Cussing ain't funny at 2. Cussing ain't funny at 12. And we ain't playing it. Giving a child a beer wrong at 2. Crazy folks sm- putting smoke, weed in the face of children and watching them get high. We was at the mall and car pulled off, had little children in the back, car full of smoke, bumping loud music, cussing. Took everything I had not to blow my horn. Donald was like, don't get killed up here. (laughs) She was scared because she was there. She said, don't get killed up here. But it did something to me because I was like, look at their star." Then as they get older, people want to blame them. But where did they come from? How was they raised? What did they see at an early age that they should have never saw? Who gonna take responsibility? Proverbs 12 and 7. And I was one of them people, by the way. Ain't that bad? Jamal was two years old, two and a half. I would teach him to roll dice. That's what I did. I would teach him how to roll, and then when they stop, snap his finger and everything. Donna wasn't saving. I wasn't saving. She she knew. She had good sense to know, hey, you, 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 you done got evil up in here. She said, I can't believe the nerve of you to teach him that. Do you want him to grow up and do? But see, I wasn't thinking. I'm caught up in evil. I'm thinking it's cute what I'm doing. But I didn't dare want him to grow up and live what I was living. Uh-oh. Well, why show it to him? Why introduce it to him? Listen, we can't hide our children from evil. You got to teach them. So when they see it, daddy told me about this. You can't hide them. Woo! Proverbs 12 and 7. They can't be on the basketball team and have a, have a separate locker room. I'm just going to break it down. They can't do it. They can't, they can't go in a different field house. If they're on the football team, they're going to be with the football team. They can't have their own bus. And so when they hear things, ain't no sense in our children being like a deer caught in the headlights because we ain't did our job. Come on. You raising a girl and you ain't told her what some boys really want? Shame on you. You was a girl and you knew what they want. And some of you knew what they want and you gave them what they. And the nerve of you to get all holy in here and act like. Your girl ain't got no barbed wire fence around her when she walking the campus or the school. And you can hold a hand and there's some jokers to walk up and hit on her while you holding her hand and say, I'm the dead, this my child What dead, hey. It's plain. It's too plain for some of y'all. It's raw. That's what it is this morning. It's raw. And it may get raw all month. Proverb 12 and 7. Look at Proverb 12 and 7. Yeah, it may be raw all month. Proverb 12 and 7. The wicked are overthrown and are. Y'all in Proverb 12 and 7. The wicked are overthrown and are. And are. But look how they put people before us that's wicked. They act like they're controlling things. They act like they're running things. But the Bible just told us that the wicked are overthrown and are no more. See, God has God has predestined a time in which He's gonna deal with evil. Watch what the Bible says again, Proverbs 12 and why well, I got y'all, Proverbs 12 and 7. The wicked are overthrown and are no more. Why is that important? He said it thousands of years ago. But Matthew 24:35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will by no means pass what away. that God still means what He said. Tell there's still a message to those who are wicked. Now, why is God going to overthrow them? Because he's put a curse on them. That is the curse, that they will be overthrown. We got to understand that. We don't want the church to become wicked. Pastor, my cousin would come here if we play and mix a little worldly music. It ain't happening. It ain't, it ain't happening. But I hear it on the radio all the time. Yeah, but it's the reason why they call it the inspiration station. They just trying to provide inspiration through whatever means of music they can. They don't care about the lyrics. Come on. Come on. Oh, it's tight up in here. I better get ready to bring this one in. But tell you Nate, we better care about the lyrics. So you need to understand that the youth church, we're going to be teaching the lyrics. Woo, because it's so easy to bob your head and not even hear lyrics. One of Tupac's favorite songs years ago. I've told this before, but God opened up my eyes because I, I was a Tupac person. And I know some of you, that's just, that just hard to believe. Pastor was on pop. We was on part for you y'all was on it. Some of us helped elevate But when God started dealing with me about evil, I heard him say in one of his lyrics, When I die, I know I will be baptized in an eternal lake of fire. He was a thug angel. He was a thug messenger. What was his message? That his payment for his music and his life was eternal death. And he spoke it to those who would desire to follow him. And you still got folks setting up in the church, been hearing this for years, but still off of that dumb stuff. Well, I mean, but still, but he said this, but then so and so said, stop making excuses for sinners and wickedness. <laughs> Can't ignore lyric. You want to show you how wicked folks are? Really, I'm, I'm going to get down with you today. A little bit. They took the Super Bowl which the commercials run millions of dollars per 30 seconds. It is considered in America the greatest event to advertise or push a message. You better get with me. I'm going to show you how your nation, my nation, pushes evil. Right in your face. They say one thing over here and do something different over here. Let me show you that they really don't care about gun violence or gang violence. Let me show you that black lives doesn't matter to some who say it does. Right at the Super Bowl you can pick any halftime show you want. They pick Snoop. He knows he's on the largest stage that could be presented. In America and across the world, what does he do? He makes sure in his music he brings fifty with him. He bringing Eminem with him. He bringing all the guns to rock the house on national TV. He starts Crip walking. He promoted games. And the gang violence that goes with it on national TV. Put it center screen. Who was he speaking to? He was letting all the boys know back in the hood. That's killing and robbing and gang violence. That you on center stage. We glorify what you do. Now if they care about black lives matter. You don't allow Snoop to do that. Because you know folks are dying every day. From what he's up here playing with. But he did it because he's a sellout. And he himself is demonic and evil. And he's going to be overthrown. But what was his reward for being obedient? They say they allow him to purchase death row records. And see, anytime the enemy blesses you, their screens attached. You got to do something. So before you young people and anybody else want the fame that they have, you better know behind the scenes that they're getting down. They are down with the evil. Strong message today. Let loose. You got to know this. What did the devil say to Jesus? If you bow down, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. But, but, you gotta bow to evil though. But then what did God say? God said, I gotta come back for that. You gotta get in Proverbs. You gotta get wisdom. You gotta read Proverbs 1022. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he has. Wow! Tell your neighbor I'm blessed! With no sorrow. Tell your neighbor I'm living good! Without the evil, without the pain, without the headache. Y'all ain't getting happy. I'm living good without the drama. I'm drama free. Isaiah 3, got to close. Isaiah 3. Well, see, this is what they do. And then they so deceptive. They'll, they'll tell, give you one message. But then when you look, oh, okay, it ain't what y'all said. All saying alright See, then you'll learn about man. You'll learn to take God's word over anything any man says. I'm showing it to you in black and white. Or in the book. Proverbs, I mean, Isaiah 3. Bring it in. Isaiah three eleven. Can y'all handle a little bit more? A little bit more. Somebody say, Pastor, give us a little bit more. All right, the rest of y'all didn't say nothing. It don't matter. Isaiah 3 and 11. You, you, you are outvoted. <laughs> Who was the judge? Pastor, I was. <laughs> to give us a little bit more was louder than those that said stop. I'm going to prove it to you. You ain't going to leave him thinking think I'm lying. If you want a little bit more, say, Pastor, give us a little bit more. <laughs> you want me to stop, just say, Pastor, stop. There you go. <laughs> See, to give us a little bit more, have it. Now, you can get outside all day saying, well, I was going to say he need to stop. But there were too many of them saying keep going. Proverbs 3 and 11, they know why we need to keep going. The word working on somebody. And if you're young right now and the word is pricking your heart, that's because God got a purpose for your life. God wants you to live your life for him, which will be your best life. Understand that. There's no trick in this. You know, when folk tell you, hey, you up there at that church now, they done brainwash you. Don't you be to my, no. Be to my, yeah, but they using the right soap. They, they got the right soap. They scrub me. You broke, busted, and disgusted. Yeah, scrub, scrub. Get me right, Pastor. What? Whoa. Oh, of you say, wash me. <laughs> Come on, son. Well, we, we were dirty. We were We were filthy. But that word did what? That word washed us. That word cleansed us. Okay, uh, Isaiah 3 and 11. Woe to the wicked. Woe to the who? We're talking about the house of evil. Woe to the wicked. It shall. This is the problem. Be ill with him. See, why is that again? Because of that curse. Now, you see this curse moving throughout the Bible. Well, God said he put a curse on the house of the wicked, of the evil. Now, here Isaiah is backing it up. By two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Woe to the wicked. It shall be ill with him. Now, who gonna help the wicked from it being ill with him? Nobody saving the wicked turns from his wickedness. That's the only way. And even if you in sin, God is not against you from a personal standpoint. He died for you. But He has a better life for you. He don't force it on us. But if you don't choose it, then payment is coming. Based upon the lifestyle that you choose to live. And me. And me. Okay? But now notice, notice again. Woe to the wicked, it shall be ill with him. For the reward, I told you earlier that the wicked going to get a reward. The wicked got a payday coming. Everybody got a payday coming. Everybody getting paid now. And got a greater payday that's coming. You understand that, right? All right. Woe to the wicked, it shall be ill with him. For the reward of his hands shall be what? God said, the reward of what you put your hand to do, the evil that you were doing with your hand, I'm going to repay you for what your hands was doing. Listen, he ain't just mean literal. We can go literal, but hands represent means of power, ability. What what you set your mind to do, what you gave your strength to do, I'm going to judge you for it. I'm going to reward you for it. Ain't nobody getting by. Ain't nobody getting by. Woo. Hey! And see, when you hear messages like this and you're part of the house of evil, you better come out of that. You better repent and stop making excuses before you die and go to hell with all your excuses. Because all excuses are going to hell with people who go to hell. But here's the thing hell was never created for men, hell was created for the devil. And his angels, fallen angels, who rebelled in heaven against God. there was reserved for them a place of damnation. But what does the enemy know? The enemy know he gone. The enemy just like some folk who take on his traits. That when they know they doomed, they want you to be doomed. Anybody ever met somebody like that? If they down, they want you down. See, the enemy know he gone. He got a one-way ticket to hell. But he know you don't unless you want to join him. Now, who going to be a fool enough to live a wicked life? And you say, well, Pastor, I can't come out of what I'm doing. That's what God is there to help you. None of us could have came out. There's nothing you hooked in that was more greater than some of the things we were hooked in. That's when you don't go, well, you do it. No, look. Come on now. This right here had me. Gambling had me. It was a trap. It was a snap. And I felt it was in my blood that I was born to gamble, born to fail, born to mess up. Born to chase women. This was my right to have women that I wanted. As many as I wanted. But see, God had already spoken. He was against my lifestyle. Listen, it didn't matter how good I was at it. I'm trying to close. I said it didn't matter how good I was at it. What's going to happen if a person driving at 12 and the police pull them over? Even if they stayed in all the lines and followed all the routes. It don't matter that you were good at it. You violated the law. But look at, but, but look at Proverbs 11. I mean, Proverbs 3 and 10 though. I mean, Isaiah 3 and 10. Lord have mercy. Say to the righteous, watch this different. Different ain't gonna be a part of the house of evil. We're gonna take ownership of what happens in the church. We're gonna take ownership of what happens in our homes. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. For they shall eat the fruit of their what? Good. There it is. That's that payday. Tell you, neighbor, that goes your payday right there. Tell neighbor, you, when your lifestyle, Is one of righteousness, faith, Faith, obedience. obedience. You shall eat eat the fruit fruit of your doings. doings. Take that bottom line. line. You You bless. Your house bless. Your seed bless. Why? Because that takes us back to Proverbs 3 and 33. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but See, that there's that choice. There's that alternative for anybody who wants it. But he blesses the home of the who? Just. Just equates righteous. Righteous equate faith walkers. I tell you, neighbors, you're a faith walker. In the truest sense, you are a blessed somebody. Proverbs 14 and we're done. Proverbs 14 and we're done. You are a blessed somebody. Don't sit here and try to convince me that you righteous, but you ain't blessed. You lying. You've been tricked and you've been deceived. You may not have what somebody else has, but if you righteous, you blessed. Come on here, somebody. I just said something. Then. you blessed. Stop comparing yourself to what others have. You may not want to pay the price that they pay to have what they have. And some of us know it's true because you don't want to give on a certain level. Now, how are you going to give sparingly but want to reap abundance. Look at Proverbs 14. We ain't going to be a part of the house of evil. Proverbs 14 we done. Won't we'll be a part of the house of evil. And I ain't promoting this movie. But in my clothes. They came out with a movie that told some of the story of the house of Gucci. Listen. Now we, a lot of us see Gucci nowadays. We think money, we think prosperity, we think this, that, and other. But see, the people whose name was Gucci who started it, because of evil and wickedness, they lost everything connected with the name. But let me show you the ruthlessness of men. They stepped in and bought it, kept the name, and now to this day the Gucci family don't get a dime off of what Gucci bring in. And Gucci popping as hot as it ever popped. But see, you look back, greed and evil in that family brought that family down. That family was overthrown because of evil. But see, they want us to look at things like Gucci and these things and tell you, like 50 Cent said years ago, get rich or die trying. We reject your message, 50. Who gonna listen to a man anyway who claimed to be half of a dollar? Proverb fourteen. You'll get that later. Proverb 14. There it is, but we bought it, though, didn't we? Yep, because some of them were down with 52. Proverb 14. And see, some of us old folk, you better start schooling some of these young folks so they stop thinking you came out the womb speaking in tongues. Sometime every now and then you got to break down. Like Brother Mitchell said, he came out them streets. Do Brother Mitchell let y'all young people know where he came from? Do he let y'all know? I don't hear the young people. Yes, I hear he let you know. You don't want to go where he came from, do you? Okay, so y'all ain't down there looking at Brother Mitchell like he came out preaching and singing. He didn't come out singing, I don't look like what I've been through. No, no, at one point he looked every bit like what he was going through. Am I right? But he teaches y'all, right? So that you don't go down the path. Then he went down. And he'll be there to help you celebrate your achievements. And you bypass some of the mess he went through. Yeah. I Minister mean, Shemar ain't always been who he is. Uh-huh. Hopefully he down there telling his story. A lot of them can sell him and boy, but gold can turn sometimes. <laughs> I once found a gold nugget about this big when I was young. I'm trying to close about this big. And it was shining so bright I knew I was rich. I knew I had hit it. I kept that thing. I was just like, I got to show somebody. I got to cast this in. Who can I trust? Who ain't going to get it? take advantage of? And the next morning, I woke up it was green. <laughs> but I still rocked it, though. I just had to shine it up every time and stay out the rain. Proverb 14. Y'all feel me? We're going to teach it right up here, refuge. Proverb 14, 32. And if you're young and your parents doing evil, don't follow them. Sometimes you got to choose a different pattern. Come on, young person, if you hear a young adult, and you know, look, man, I can't pattern myself after daddy. Daddy doing wrong. You love daddy, but don't pattern yourself after him. You got to look to somebody that God set before you and say, this is going to be your pattern. Proverbs 14, Proverbs 14, 32. Let me show you how good it is for the righteous. Proverbs 14, 32. The wicked is banished in his wickedness. See, it's the house of evil. But the righteous has a refuge. In his death. Tell your neighbor, either way, way. in life, in in death, death. win, win. Win, win. Tell your neighbor, win, win. Win, win. Tell your neighbor, we're winning in life. Mess around and die. Winning in death. I'm done. Give him a praise. Jump to your feet. Win, win. Win, win. Win, win. Win. Who don't want to be there? Win, win. Come on, give him a praise. Some of you, you're about to learn about just winning, just winning, just just get addicted to winning. you got to live right. I want to be a part of the house of wicked or the house of evil. Lord, thank you. We give you glory. Lift your hands in the sanctuary, if you don't mind. Thank you for where he brought you from. Thank you for what he's doing in your life. Thank you for his word. Hallelujah. He sends a strong word. To help his people again, as I said early in my message, God desire for his people to be wise. So he give us knowledge and understanding, which equates wisdom. So that we are not deceived by those who desire to not only do evil, but promote evil. We are not, nor do we desire to be, a part of the house of evil. Hallelujah. We bypass the curse. We receive the blessings and the benefits that come. From being faith walkers. In life as well as in death. It's a win-win. Hallelujah. We winning in life. We winning in death. Father in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your word. Strengthen every house. That's represented in this church this morning. Strengthen God even this church. Strengthen even the body of Christ this morning. Lord we know evil can be enticing. But we thank you for wisdom this morning. We thank you for exposing evil that would help we, your people, to walk in the path of righteousness and to be upright before you. We pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.